Happy New Year! My name is Ryan and I'm one of the pastors here at Living Waters Church. I trust that you have had a wonderful holiday season and that you have experienced hope, peace, joy, and love throughout the Advent and Christmas seasons. There are lyrics to a worship song that say, Excuse me for a minute, but I have a song to sing. It might not be on key, but it's from my heart. No one else can tell it, what the Lord has done for me. This might take all day, so I better start right now. I can assure you what I have to say over the next few minutes won't take all day. And it probably will be off key because I can't sing like Kirsten did in her sermon back in December. But what I do have to say is from my heart. I can assure you of that. I want to remind you that at the end of my message, we are going to share in communion together. So if you are able to grab something to eat and something to drink, that would be great to do right now as we will do that at the end of the message. The start of a new year is an interesting moment. For those of us who would be followers of Jesus, we have just finished celebrating Advent or the coming of Jesus. It's a beautiful time. I think back to the special time we had as a community gathering on Christmas Eve here online and also in person. What a great celebration it was. So we move from that season into the new year, which has a level of celebration as well. We're either celebrating because we're surprised that we made it through the past year, or maybe we're celebrating because we're excited about the prospect of a new year. The quintessential New Year's action is to set resolutions. Some people find that helpful, others not so much. The unstated purpose though, I think, behind resolutions is to take a moment to remind ourselves of what or who we want to be. Really, it's a question of values. What do I value and am I prioritizing those things? For example, we come to the end of the year like we have. And we look into the new year and we realize that, for example, we've neglected ourselves physically. And so we evaluate that, we realize that actually we value physical health. So we make a resolution to become more physically healthy. This happens with our finances, with our careers, our family, our hobbies, whatever it is that we feel to have maybe neglected, we resolve to reorder our lives in order to balance our values. As I said earlier, some of us find this process helpful, others not so much. We're going to come back to that in just a few minutes. There's an interesting journey that I see in scripture. As we read scripture, our understanding of God grows. We also see that the understanding of the fullness of who God is grows as well. This, I see, is the design of God. 
it doesn't just happen in scripture, but it also happens in our lives. We learn, we adapt, we execute, and then we repeat the process over and over and over again as best as we can. And this is a really healthy rhythm for us. Did you know that you are going to be able to see something in 2022 that you wouldn't have seen last year? Let me give you an example. In my household, we went through a year of transition in 2021. As a family, it felt that we, that we moved from being a family with children to being a family with teenagers. I have three daughters. Two of them are teenagers, one is a preteen. It felt like a big shift in 2021. It was a journey, probably most of all for me. My daughters and my wife had to be patient with me as I adjusted to this new reality of having teenagers. And I'm getting there. In 2022, I'm excited because I'm going to be able to see better than I did in 2021 as a dad of teenagers because I have a year of experience. I have a deeper understanding simply because I have learned. So let me ask some questions when it comes to your life. What are we learning from last year? What are we learning personally? What are we learning as community, as Living Waters Church? When I was asked to speak today, which happened months ago, the original working title was, What to Expect in 2022. If there's one thing I've learned over the past couple years, it's not to predict what is gonna happen in the coming year. So we changed the title to The Church That I See. When you speak a New Year's message, there's a few places you can go. You can go prophetic, you can go inspirational, you can go celebratory. I'm not going to do any of those today, or maybe I'm gonna do all three. Regardless, what I want to do today is simply share my heart with you. As your pastor, here's what I both learned about us as Living Waters in 2021 and where I think God is also calling us to go in 2022. So here it is. We are a spiritual community. We're a church. It's as simple as that. We are not consumers looking for the best deal. We're not in this for ourselves. We are not just a community that gathers around a shared interest to entertain ourselves. No, rather we are a group of people, broken, mistake prone, trying to learn people that are trying to draw closer to Jesus together. This coming week is Epiphany. Epiphany is the celebration of the revelation of God as Jesus. The continued learning, understanding, and experiencing of who God is. 
This is celebrated by many with the lighting of candles, some with many candles, some with a few candles of significance. The idea of it is Jesus being the light into the darkness. And the root of this is found in Luke chapter 2, where when Simeon, an older man who has been faithfully waiting to see the Savior, experiences Jesus when Mary and Joseph bring Jesus to the temple. Here's what it says in Luke 2, starting in verse 25. At that time, there is a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was righteous and devout and was eagerly waiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him and had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. That day, the Spirit led him to the temple. So when Mary and Joseph came to present the baby Jesus as the Lord required, Simeon was there. He took the child in his arms and he praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace as you have promised. I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations. And he is the glory of your people, Israel. I am inspired by this short passage at this time of the year as to who we can be as a spiritual community in 2022. The first thing that I see in this passage is that Simeon had knowledge. He had learned something. He had heard from God. It says that the Holy Spirit had revealed to him that he would not die until he saw the Lord's Messiah. This is beautiful. Because he had this knowledge, because he had learned this thing previously, it doesn't say when he learned it, whether it was hours before or days or months or years or perhaps even decades before. But because he had learned this thing, Simeon was able to faithfully devote himself to eagerly waiting. Amazing. The second part that I see in Simeon is a sense of generosity. Simeon took Jesus in his arms. Imagine doing that, taking Jesus into his arms and he praised God and he worshiped. And then he blessed Mary and Joseph. Generosity in action. The third thing that I see in Simeon is a person of prayer. The scripture says that Simeon was righteous and devout and that the Holy Spirit was on him. In fact, it even says that Simeon was so attuned to God that the Spirit led him to be at the temple that very day. Because of his life of prayer and devotion, this older gentleman was able to take Jesus into his arms and praise God. These three characteristics of Simeon is what I see for us as well in 2022, as we set our sights on not just being a community, but rather a spiritual community that has as its center, Jesus. First, we need to learn from past years. 2021 and by extension 2020 
have not been easy years. I think we can all agree on that. Fires and floods here in our province, pandemic around the world. I believe that we have learned or are learning much about who we are as a society. Some of it we like, some of it we don't. So what is it that we are learning about ourselves, both as individuals and as a church? How does that inform us as, as we move forward and set intentions for 2022? Now, some of you might say, yeah, but isn't that your job as pastors? Yes, and I am speaking this to myself and to the other pastors of Living Water. So other pastors pay attention to this. What are we learning from the past year that is going to help us set our intention from for the future year? But I'm also speaking to all of us who would hear this today. What are we learning from 2021? And how is that going to inform our 2022? Second, we need to be generous. I'm not just talking about finances here. I'm talking about a generous heart. I was touched at the end of 2021 by so many stories of lives being changed by small kindnesses, of individuals and groups of people going out of their way to love on others. Christmas hampers to, to families who had had tough years multitudes of people being served through our Helping Hands initiative, our response to the Haiti earthquake, uh, being able to renovate a school for those with disabilities in Sri Lanka, our response to the BC floods. I heard about individuals caring for the homeless. I even heard about individuals doing simple things like going out of their way and sitting with somebody during lunch hour simply because they were alone. Life-changing actions. We recognize that Jesus was generous with us, and so we turn around and we show generosity to others. Did you know that my life was changed by a small kindness from somebody at Living Waters? It was 13 years ago. We had just moved to the lower mainland and, and things hadn't gone like we had planned. We were really struggling financially. We're struggling with our faith. We were struggling with relationships. Everything had seemed to come apart in our lives and we found ourselves here at Living Waters Church. And I had met with somebody and I had told them how I was struggling as a dad. We were struggling to get food on the table for our family at that point in time. And we had brought, when we moved, a sandbox for what was then young children. It was one of those plastic turtle sandboxes. But when we moved, we didn't bring sand with us. It was too heavy to move. We just thought we would buy new sand. But because things hadn't gone the way we thought, we actually found ourselves in a place where we didn't know if we could put food on the table. And so if the choice is between sand for the sandbox or food on the table, the choice is obvious. So I had shared with somebody about how hard this was just as a dad that, that I couldn't even buy sand for my children's sandbox. 
after that meeting, we had gone and run some errands as a, as a family. But when we came back home, we pulled up to our driveway and sitting on our driveway was three bags of sand. Three bags of sand, I think they cost 15 bucks. But completely changed our lives. Those three bags of sand were the physical representation of Jesus' care for us as a family and for me as an individual. A small kindness. Friends, we get to be generous this year. God has not marked our community with this value for us to put it to the side. Hear me here, as Simeon did, we are to faithfully and devoutly follow the Holy Spirit's leading in this area. We are to be generous. Third, let's pray. I don't mean right now, you don't have to bow your heads. I actually mean let's mark 2022 with prayer. In prayer, we get to express our, our hearts to God. We get to listen to his voice. We have our intentions formed by the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives, just like Simeon. This is what it means to be a spiritual community, a church. To be fastidious in our continually placing Jesus at the center the center of our church gatherings, the center of our life groups, the center of our, our youth gatherings and our children's ministries, and at the center of our individual lives. So let's pray. I said I was going to speak from my heart today, and I want to assure you that I am. These three characteristics, learning, generosity, prayer are not just nice thoughts for the first week of the year. My family and I are taking these seriously. We are trying to arrange our lives around these. We are asking about how we can live these out as we manage writing essays and doing math homework and going to soccer practices and piano lessons. How do we live generously when we feel that our lives are full? How do we hear the Holy Spirit when at times it feels like we're just running from one thing to another? How do we pray even when we don't feel like it? I get it. It takes real intention. But through the example of Simeon, God has put this on my heart, not just for me and my family, but for us, for you, for me, for living waters. We are to be a spiritual community, loving each other and journeying toward Jesus together. Are you with me? So who can we be this year? We can be centered on Jesus, walking toward him together by learning together, by praying together and by being generous together. Jesus left us with this 
wonderful way to remind ourselves of what he did for us and why we continue to move towards him. It's called communion. And we would like to take part in communion right now as we step into this new year. And so I would encourage you, get whatever you have to to eat and hold that in your hands. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians, he said, for I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and he gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and he said, do this in remembrance of me. Let's take the bread together. And then in the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. Let's take this This juice is a reminder that Jesus is both with us today, but he is also going to be with us moving into this next year. Let's take it together. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you have blessed us, and we recognize that blessing. Lord, as we move into this new year, we would pray that we would move into this year having learned lessons from last year. Lord, that we would be able to set intentions that are of your Holy Spirit today. Lord, that we would be able to to be generous this year, have generous hearts. And Lord, that we would be close to you this year, that we would that we would pray, that we would hear your voice throughout this coming year. Lord, we recognize that you have blessed us this year and we have the opportunity throughout this next year to be a blessing to others. And those blessings can spread from from person to person, from generation to generation. So Lord, we pray for that today. Would you use us And would you be with us? In your name, amen.